welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? Amy, we are snowed in here in Nashville, and it's glorious and ridiculous all at the same time. That's what I have heard, and uh, we got nothing here. So well, we got North seven Carolina. inches of snow yesterday. Seven inches of snow. Yeah, I got a places. beautiful. I got a beautiful picture from my mom of their back deck and everything. So it's it, and obviously friends' pictures showing up on Facebook and stuff. I hate to. I hate to not be seeing that. Sounds amazing. Well, it is amazing until you realize Nashville is not really made for this kind of weather. And well, we're all it is stuck. if you don't have anywhere to go. Well, yeah, and you true. just you just enjoy. It. So good, good friend of the pod, Daniel Palmer, who I used to work with, always said every year we need at least one good Sabbath inducing snow. And that's what you've got. Well, we've we've gotten one. And actually, this is our second snow of the year already here in Nashville. We've gotten more snow or we got more snow yesterday than we got all of 2021. And it was the second snow of the year because we got a bunch on Monday right. and it right. went away. And then we got yeah. this. So who knows what we're in for this year? It's going to be crazy. Yep. Kind of wild. All right. Well, I mean, I, I'm sorry you missed out. I know some of our, our friends across the country were kind of jealous of us. And, and I think some of them were also like, well, that's fine. You keep it there because we're going to get enough and uh, we don't need any more. It's, it's a nice treat, though, here kind of in the Mid-South. There you go. Well, enjoy. All right. Well, hey, you know what we're also going to enjoy is the Ministry Now Conference at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. All the upheaval and disruption over the last two years has left many asking, what does ministry look like now? The Ministry Now Conference will answer this question. On March 22nd to 24th, experienced ministry leaders from across the nation will gather at Southwestern Seminary in Fort Worth, Texas, to explore how God's churches can thrive in this ever-changing ministry context. Founded on an unyielding commitment to biblical truth, built by expert practitioners, and designed to encourage and equip God's people in every area of ministry, this gathering will empower you to live your calling wherever you serve God. So join us in Fort Worth, Texas on March 22nd to 24th. Discounted registration ends January 15th, so reserve your tickets now at swbts.edu slash ministrynow2022. That's swbts.edu slash ministrynow2022. So Amy... We kick off our first news podcast of 2022 with some good news. It's the first of the month. You know what that means? CP. Yes. Cooperative program giving finished the first quarter. That's the first three months of the fiscal year. That's uh, October, November, December. Up more than 10% year over year and 5% above budget. Wow. That's, that's pretty big news, man. Especially as we're hearing of all these churches who are kind of blowing their Lottie Moon goals out of the water. Uh, Everyone will talk about folks, that in a minute. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really coming in. Yeah, it is. Uh, so $16.8 million in December brought us just over the $50 million mark for the first quarter of the year. Now, Amy, I know you're, you're not the best at math, but if That's we correct. replicated the $50 million over the first quarter over the next three quarters, you know what that would mean? No, I don't. So why don't you tell me? It would be $200 million in cooperative program giving for the fiscal year. Oh, yeah. Math. There you go. Yeah. Well, 
You shouldn't ask. I expected ask. you to get that one. I expected you to get that one. I guess that's uh, on me for, for expecting. Yeah, we're doing that. we're we're recording this in the morning. You never know. The the brain is slow, so I hear what you're saying. Four fifty times four, two hundred. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. how that works. You know, it, it's one of the things that we've pushed for here on the podcast is you know ten thousand people at the annual meeting. You know, a lot of churches engaging in that. I think the next thing we need to start pushing for is that two hundred million dollar mark on CP I love it. national CP giving. I love it because that'd be kind of cool for everybody. All right, yeah. well, hey, that would mean more than a hundred million dollars to IMB for international missions as well. That's right. If, That's if right. We were to hit that two hundred million dollar mark. And speaking of IMB, Paul Chitwood was in the Knoxville area this week at First Baptist Concord. Good friend of the pod, John Mark Harrison, pastors over at First Baptist Concord, Amy. And they gave him a check, one of the big Happy Gilmore checks too, by the way. That's why you got to do it. $100,000 for Lottie Moon, bringing their Lottie Moon total this year over $425,000. That's right. So they gave a big special check for $100,000, but that wasn't their full total. No, it was less yeah, than a quarter of it. Yeah, over $425,000 just from First Baptist Concord for 2021. So that is huge. And what was happening is they were having a special worship night every Wednesday in January to celebrate the renovation of their worship center. But what their members wanted to do was focus on missions giving during the first service. So they asked uh, Paul Chitwood to come and be there. And it it was, it was really incredible. And what a great heart, you know, of the people to say, we don't want this celebration to be just about ourselves and this space that we're in. We want it to be about, you know, what our focus is. Um, the total amount that they raised for all missions causes in 2021 was about $1.3 million. And uh, close to 325000 of that amount was made up of gifts specifically to Lottie Moon. And then because they had such a large offering, they decided to donate another hundred thousand dollars. So they're taking their, yeah, they're, they're taking their cumulative Lottie Moon offering total over since 2015 to over $2 million. Incredible. Pretty wild. Incredible. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to the IMB because First Baptist Concord, not the only church here that we've seen blowing through their Lottie Moon goal for the year. That's right. Lots of churches really stepping up, excited about that. So great, great news. All right. So great news on the CP front. Great news on the Lottie Moon front. Also, some news from our seminaries, Amy. Felix Cabrera on the move. He's headed to Southwestern as the Associate Director of Hispanic Programs. Uh, Many of you know Felix, and he is the uh, Executive Director of the Puerto Rico Southern Baptist Convention. He's not leaving that. So he is staying there in San Juan, Puerto Rico. He also pastors Iglesia Bautista Ciudad de Dios in San Juan, Puerto Rico, uh, as well as being, like we said, the executive director of the Convention of Southern Baptists in Puerto Rico. So uh, he's staying there, but he's also going to be helping Southwestern kind of remotely coming back and forth a little bit. He's a busy man. Yeah, man. Got a lot going. He's a, a busy man. All right. So pastoring. Executive director of the Convention of Southern Baptists in Puerto Rico, um, oversees the church planting strategy in North America for NAM for the Spanish speaking context. In addition to being the regional director of Puerto Rico, now he's uh, joining the team at Southwestern. I mean, 
I want to know how many hours he has in his day. More than 24. Maybe. But he's I'm getting impressed. it done. It's awesome. He's getting it done. This is awesome. That qualifies him as a, a fascinating Southern Baptist, Amy. It it really does. You're right. You're right. It really does. You know, I also found I found out about another fascinating Southern Baptist this week that I did not know. Okay. And I, if I had known, would have been on my list for a long time. Maybe it'll be on a future list. Nancy Lopez. The golfer. Amazing. Yes. I saw on Twitter, she's a member of Michael Katz Church. What? Yeah. He wow. put, he posted a picture with her on Twitter. Huh. And I was like, Nancy Lopez is a Southern Baptist. That's amazing. So got a, huh. a couple of fascinating people. So maybe I need to start working on my list now. Yeah, there you for go. For 2022. All right. Well, there you go. Some early entries into the That's fascinating right. list for 2022. All right. That's also right. moving to a new seminary this week, Eric Smith headed to Southern. Yes. So Eric Smith uh, is a historian. He's going to serve as associate professor of church history. He's been the senior pastor of Sharon Baptist Church in Savannah, Tennessee since 2013. And he's going to continue in that role while he serves at Southern. So he'll also be sort of going back and forth. It's amazing how, you know, technology and, and just all the things of today really allow for that. He uh, has been an adjunct professor there for several years. So he's now just going to be able to kind of teach a little bit more, do some more things. Um, he has written three recent books on Baptist history, on uh, Oliver Hart and the rise of Baptist America. Another, uh, another book on Oliver Hart about 18th century regular Baptists of South Carolina. And then one on John Leland, whose name is, should be the no stranger House. to uh, Southern Baptist. So uh, has a real sense and understanding of the role of religious liberty and the, in early America and Southern Baptists um, or Baptists, not, you know, the Southern Baptists weren't established at that point, but Baptists and it, instrumental role in all of that. So definitely a uh, well-versed historian and uh, going to be a huge addition to their faculty. All right. Well, congratulations to him on the move to Southern. And like you said, he'll be staying at his church uh, as a pastor, but also helping out at Southern and teaching history for them. So very cool. All right, Amy, some news to catch up on from over the break. A couple of things happened uh, while we were out on the break uh, for Christmas and New Year's. We had our special year-end episode and our, our look ahead to 2022, but I uh, missed a couple of stories along the way. One of those, Colorado Baptists have been responding to wildfires in the Boulder, Colorado area. More than a thousand homes were affected and, and by the fires out there, and Colorado Baptists have stepped up. There's been a lot of pictures. I know President Ed Litton has been uh, sending out a lot of those. He's got some Colorado connections through his wife, Kathy. Uh, they've uh, been out there quite a bit, and they've been sharing some stuff. So a lot of meals for the evacuees as well as the workers uh, were served there by the Colorado Southern Baptist Disaster Relief Team. So a lot of work out there, and uh, good to see them stepping up in the wake of those fires out there. Uh, but also, Amy, some sad news from Southwestern. Jack McGorman passed away over the break, uh, I think on uh, right on Christmas Eve. That's right. And uh, if that name sounds familiar to those of you listening, that's because uh, McGorman Chapel at Southwestern is named after him. Uh, he's a longtime professor of New Testament. He died at uh, age 100, just two days shy of his 101st birthday. So incredible life. Um, you know where he was born? I don't. 
Nova Scotia, oh. one of my favorite places. Wow. Yeah. Nova Scotia, Canada. And he moved over to Maine when he was seven years old. So, so he's Canadian. Uh, he is. Yeah. Huh. Originally Canadian. That? Yeah. But um, he uh, had just a really incredible life. And so that story at Baptist Press is is really good to to see all that, that he has done. In 2020, just ahead of his 100th birthday, he donated his personal library to the seminary. And there were thousands of titles from all of his time when he was a student there and a faculty member, as well as from his father, who had been a minister. Um, and then also donated a lot of his files and, and things from his classes and sermons dating back to the 1940s. So incredible Man. resource there and great legacy. Uh, so uh, our uh, condolences to his family, but my goodness, 100 years old, what a life. I've just totally missed the paragraph in there where it talked about him being born in Nova Scotia and moving to Maine. So Well, you know, that jumped right out to me. So Yeah, I know. I was yep. reading about the other stuff down at the bottom about the the library and everything and all the degrees. So he served yeah. for 53 years, one of the longest tenures in the history of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, retired in 2001. So that made him about 81 when he retired, Amy. Wild. Very That's cool. really wild. Cool. Yeah. An incredible life of service to Southern Baptist, and we thank him for that and uh, you know, be praying for his family. And uh, Amy, I think that's going to do it for us on the news front this week. Kind of a, a slow news start to the year. Stretching our legs, getting into things here. It's a little okay. Bit it's before, all right. We know. can do that. Yeah. No complaints. Got, no complaints on that. Yeah, we got so, a lot of weeks left. Got so. a lot. 51, in fact, to be uh, to be precise. A lot of weeks. That's right. So that's going to bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. All right. We're going to go to 1972. So that's 50 years ago. Where a uh, one of our um, one of our own just a, a, just a, a second, Amy. Whenever you say fifty years ago, and you reference just a few years before we were born, that yep. that that kind of stings. It it just does. Throwing that it out does. There. Yeah. So uh, right. John John Brannon, a six year old on the mission field in the Philippines, uh, had kind of a rough week. So rough that it got covered in Baptist Press. Uh, John was a student at Faith Academy, which was a school for missionary kids, and uh, was a first grader. And so he's they're serving in this suburb of Manila, where water buffaloes, goats, cows, dogs were roaming freely. Um, and uh, here's what happened. So he had a homework assignment at his school, the school for MKs. He leaves it at home by accident and he has to sit out at recess. That's the worst. No good, especially when you're six years old. So he's motivated, puts it in you know, plain sight. He picks it up and takes it to school the next morning. He gets to the bus stop and he lays his homework on top of his sister's books and they walk to a house to see if their friends were ready to go to school. They walk to a house right there to get their friends to come to the bus stop. And when he comes out with their friends, a cow was eating his homework. A likely story. My kids have tried that one with me too. It says John emerged from the house to see a big brown cow making breakfast of his homework. His problem, how to convince his teacher that a cow had eaten his homework paper. She eventually believed him thanks to several eyewitnesses. So um, I'm going to just comment too, as, as interesting as this is, uh, clearly 50 years ago was a slow week in the news uh, for Baptist Press 
back then as well. Uh, <laughs> just because this is a this is a pretty uh, it's a pretty low shelf human interest story, but a great one. So John Brannon on the mission field, uh, the family is serving, and a cow eats his homework. That's the worst. How does that make it into the newspaper? It just does. The The headline was, Hungry Cow Interrupts Missionary Education. <laughs> it's a great headline. It's a great headline. How about missionary so, kid irresponsible with his homework? You know what? He could be listening right now. We don't know. That's not nice to he say. He would agree. He would agree. What I hate for him is, all right, it's one thing if it happens, but because he was a day late, because he'd already left it at home and had to sit out recess. Now, if you show up without it and you say a cow ate it, it is actually hard to convince the teacher to believe you. So you need those eyewitnesses because yeah. you've already been a day late with yeah. it. Uh, but it sounds like More, she believed or, or him. Or how about missionary kid, just like kids here in the States, forgets homework. That's right. That's right. But I got four of those right out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sounds like she believed him and it all turned out okay. But, but he made Baptist press. So, um, I, every now and then I like to look and see what was happening at the, at certain marks, you know, 50 years, 40 years, whatever. Um, and so, uh, it was a slow news week, but an amusing story 50 years ago this week in SBC history. Yeah. Let a cow eat your homework. You too, kids, can make Baptist Press. There you go. Oh, man. All, all right, right. That's all I got. Wow. Cows eating homework. Okay. Well, thanks for that, I think, Amy. Well, that's going to bring us to our resources of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is? A new book on the Psalms by Trevin Wax. It's not really even a book on the Psalms. It actually is a book of the Psalms and it's yes. a 30 day journey through where you read all the way through the Psalms. It's kind of marked out by morning prayers, midday evening prayers. It has uh, the Lord's prayer kind of mixed in there. It's got an order for you to follow. And man, this thing is great. I have a copy. Keith has a copy. Um, I love it already. And so it's a great way to start the I, year. I have a copy too. Yeah. Yeah. Great way. Great way to start the year and really to just do over and over and over again. It's a, a really incredible way to sort of inform your prayers. I love it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. Highly, highly recommend. All right, Amy, my resource of the week is a set of resources from the International Mission Board for the George Lyle Church Planning Evangelism and Mission Sunday that's coming up February 6th. So they I have launched this. this. They put it out yesterday. And uh, yeah. there is a, a whole set of resources for churches to, to A, learn about George Lyle, B, celebrate his accomplishments and those of other African-American Southern Baptist missionaries, and to basically enlist and to spur more on to missions. So uh, a, a pretty neat little set of resources over here. Includes a sermon manuscript, activities guide, prayer guide, as well as all kind of information about George Lyle, as well as their new George Lyle Scholarship that encourages the expansion of international missions, knowledge, and experiences among black and African-American Southern Baptists. So uh, pretty pretty cool stuff from the IMB. Yeah, that website's great, and I, I love it. All the There's some great video resources on there, the activities guide for kids, just tons of cool stuff. I love it. Yeah. So check it out, and uh, we'll put the link in the show notes, imb.org slash George-Lyle. And uh, we'll, we'll put that link over in the show notes as well. So 
a couple of cool little resources to start the year off. And uh, just so you know, Trevin, if you're listening, I wanted to do your book and Amy made me let her have it as her resource. So it wasn't like I was I love trying it. to get out of it. Because I love it. Yes. So I'm having lunch with Trevin next week. So looking forward to that. Awesome. All right. Well, Amy, like you said, slow week to start the year. Here we are, a start of 2022. Anything you're excited about about the new year? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I'm just excited about the I new am. year. I got. N- I I don't know. I'm just excited about the new year. I got lots of books to read, and so I'm excited okay. about that. I right. love books. Well, cool. That's it. Amy loves books. All right. I love lamp. And I just was wondering. We have a couple of minutes to kill here at the end of the show. So thought I'd ask. Yeah, I'll think about that some more. I'll think about it some more. If there's anything excited, I'll come back next. Think week. about it. Tweet it out. You know what I'm excited about, Amy? Is that Southern Baptists are faithful in their giving and their generosity. And it's never been more uh, obvious than I think in 2020, 2021, and 2022 now as we are uh, up in CP, up in Lottie, up in Annie. So uh, exciting times. Very exciting. And um, start getting ready now for Anaheim, everybody. Uh, Registration's going to open up before you know it. Two weeks. That's right. And so we need to start. Start thinking toward that. Decisions are made by those who show up. I know it's a big trek across the country, but we hope to see you there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Whitey, I'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.